Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Good morning. Good morning. How are you all? Good. It's good to be here. God is good. Amen. All the time. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I'm excited today. Wasn't that worship incredible this morning? Can we give a cheer to our worship team? Thank you so much for leading us into the presence of God. We love you guys. Thank you. God is so good. I just got a sense in my spirit this morning while we were in worship. (laughs) The same God that parted the Red Sea is here in this place. The same God that caused water to come out of a rock is here in this place. The same God that caused manna to fall from the sky is here in this place. The same God that raises the dead is here today. And He's the same God that heals us today. He's the same God that meets us today. He's the same God that breaks off chains today and sets captives free today. And He's here in this place. (laughs) God's victory is in this place. (laughs) He is so good. He is so good. I just want to pray this morning. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your presence. Shabbat. We thank you. We thank you that we are here in your house today. We thank you that you are here in this place. And Lord, we invite you to come by your spirit this morning. That you would come and have your way in us. That you would come and have your way through us today. Lord, we're here for you. We're here to meet with you, Lord. We're here to worship you. We're here to pour our love on you. You are our one thing, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. And you alone are worthy. (laughs) Worthy, worthy, worthy to receive the reward of your suffering. (laughs) Come and have your way, Lord. Come and have your way in us. Shabbat. Come and speak to us, Lord. Come and move in us and among us. (laughs) Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Ah, He is so faithful in every season of life. And if you've lived a few years, you begin to realize that there are many seasons that we go through. Amen. (laughs) There are some wonderful seasons (laughs) and there are some hard seasons and he's faithful in them all. He's faithful through them all. (laughs) And he will remain faithful throughout all time because it's who he is. It's not just what he does. It is who he is. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. He's so good. Shabbat. I just want to pray for a couple of people before I start. Steve and Noni, can I pray for you guys? Come out. I'm going to pray for you. (laughs) We're so blessed to have these guys here, aren't we? (laughs) 
love you. Can you guys stretch your hands toward these guys? I just want to pray for you this morning. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Shabba. We thank you, Lord, that you're here. <laughs> we thank you, Lord. <laughs> we invite you, Lord, to have your way. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. Shaka. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> Ooh, Shabba. We thank you, Lord, that your ways are higher than our ways. And your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And your dreams over our lives are bigger than our dreams. And I just sense that over the two of you this morning. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. <laughs> My ways are higher than yours. My dreams are... He has so much more, so much more for the two of you. And Steve, I just feel over you. I just feel the Lord saying over you, Well done, my son. Well, well done, my son. Well, well. <laughs> and I just see the Lord putting fresh bread inside you and I see a teaching anointing upon you and I see broken bread coming forth from you feeding the body of Christ and I see fresh wine being poured upon your head I see fresh anointing I see fresh anointing in Jesus name <laughs> Lord, I thank you for what you've done in Steve's life. I thank you for every season. I thank you for the good seasons. I thank you for every challenging season because every single one of those seasons has brought us to this place and this time. And Father, I thank you for what you're doing and I thank you for what you're going to do. Shaka, increase, Lord, increase. Shabba. And Lord, I just pray fresh anointing all over known. Shabba. Woo. <laughs> I just see wings. I just see wings. I see the Lord taking you higher and giving you even greater vision and even higher vision in your life. I see you seeing things beyond where you are and beyond where you stand. I see you seeing into different realms and different places and different spaces. And I see the Lord opening up doors before the two of you to walk through. And I see his blessing and his anointing flowing through you for the body of Christ. Shabba. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Ha-ha. Woo. God is good. Amen. Whoa. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. More, 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 more. Whoo. I would love to pray. Um, Hugh and Jane, can I pray for you guys this morning? <laughs> We love these people. They are beautiful, beautiful people. <laughs> Carrying the heart of the Father. Can you guys just reach your hands out toward these people? Lord, we want to say thank you for your heart. And we want to say thank you for what you're doing in Hugh and Jane. Thank you, Lord, for bringing them to us. Thank you for what you've placed on their life. Thank you for what you've placed in their lives. And thank you for what you're placing and pouring out through their lives. Shaka. And I just sensed this morning that, that you are a mother and father to the church of this city. God's brought you here for such a time. And that he has placed things on you and in you. And he's going to pour things through you for the church of this city. <laughs> And we are one church and one people. We meet in many places. But you, I see keys inside you. I see things inside you. I see the Lord releasing things through you to strengthen the body of Christ. 
There is no mistake that you're here, says the Lord. <laughs> and I just see the Lord making the path before you clear. <laughs> I see the path before you covered in jewels and treasure. And I see the Lord covering you. I see the glory of the Lord upon your lives. So, Lord, we bless them right now. We bless what you're doing in them. We bless, Lord, where you've placed them. We bless what you're showing them and revealing to them. And we say more, 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 Jesus. I pray for fresh encounters with you. I pray for fresh visitation from you. Father, I pray for fresh impartation and fresh anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you would increase you would increase your anointing. And I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Jesus, Jesus' name, Shabbat. I just really want to pray for Christiane and Jared. And I can see Jared up the back, so I am going to see if he can come down and join us. But can you guys stretch your hands toward Christiane and Jared? She'll, she'll stand here on behalf of them both. <laughs> He's our cameraman today. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus, you're so good. Lord, we just thank you so much for this amazing couple. We thank you for them with all of our hearts. We thank you, Lord, for their incredible hearts for you, their faithfulness toward you. Lord, we thank you for your hand upon their lives. And we stand around them shoulder to shoulder today, Lord, and we stand with them. We stand behind them. We stand all around them. And Lord, we celebrate them today. Shabbat. And Lord, we ask for fresh filling upon their lives. We ask Lord, today that you would fill them afresh by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for everything that they pour out that you would release tenfold upon their lives. Father, I pray that you would release a mighty harvest, not only through them for your kingdom, but in them, in their lives. Father, I thank you that I see the harvest coming. I see the breakthroughs coming. I see miracles, signs and wonders coming. Shaka. And Lord, I just decree, Shaba, I just decree Isaiah 4 over them this morning that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. Ha. They shall walk and not grow faint. Shabbat. And Jesus, we just decree that the joy of the Lord is their strength. Ha. So, Father, we just ask your blessing, your overflowing blessing in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your faithfulness. And we just say more of you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is good. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. This morning, I am excited and I want to share on a topic that God has put in my heart. And I want to share on the fact that we are born for such a time as this. Ha! Esther 4 verse 13. And this is the story of Esther and Mordecai is her uncle. And it says this, Then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, Do not imagine that you in the king's palace can escape any more than all the Jews. For if you remain silent at this time, 
Relief and deliverance will arise with the Jews from another place and you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you were born for such a time as this. We know Esther's story. We know the little orphan girl who the Lord saved and, and was raised by her uncle. And then she was placed in the palace with the king. And we love these stories where God takes the most unsuspecting people, little people. He takes tiny little people and he does something incredible with their lives. I mean, movies are made of this. <laughs> Story tales, you know, fairy tales are, are told about things like this. And we are always in awe of the fact that God loves to take small little lives and use them for his glory. And God took Esther and he placed her in the palace and then the edict went out across the land and all the Jews were going to be annihilated, her people. And her uncle said to her, don't expect that you're going to be free from this just because you're in the palace. If you don't speak up, God will deliver his people. You see, the enemy has always been after the people of God. And the enemy is still after the people of God. All throughout history, you can read in the Bible, you can look throughout history and you can see that those who belong to the Lord, those who are loved of the Lord, those who are precious to the Lord, the enemy goes after. I remember sharing a couple of weeks ago and I said how, you know, you can see what's really in a mother when someone tries to touch their kids, amen, give me a wave. <laughs> and I know it's the same with all the dads in the house too. But when someone tries to touch your kids, the lion begins to roar. When the enemy tries to touch the people of God, heaven begins to roar. <laughs> you were born for such a time as this. We were born for such a time as this. There is no mistake that we are here in this place today. There is no mistake if you are listening to this message today. There is no mistake that we are alive in this time, in this day and in this season. But God is here to remind us that our voice needs to be heard. Our voice needs to be heard. God created us and decreed over us that we are a light in the darkness. And no one lights a lamp and puts it under a bowl. They put it on a lampstand so that the whole house can receive light. And the Bible says we are a city on a hill. <laughs> when we join together and let that light shine, Darkness flees. We are born for such a time as this. A couple of weeks ago, I shared on Gideon and I shared about how the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon. And Gideon was there threshing away in a wine press because the Midianites were stealing all their food. And, and for seven years, they had been tormented by the Midianites and they were living in caves and they were living in, in little dungeons in the hills and they were hiding for their lives. They were running for their lives from an army that was more numerous than the, the swarms of locusts. And the angel of the Lord appeared to Midian and he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon goes, you got the wrong person. <laughs> He's like, if the Lord is with us, then why is this happening? And, and I'm of the least tribe of Manasseh and my father is the least. And, you know, I, I'm not even sure if, if, if you're going to be talking to me. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thinking an angel of the Lord appearing would be pretty good. Amen. <laughs> Bring it on, Jesus. <laughs> 
But Esther and Gideon have something in common. The Lord loves to take people, little people, in any place, in any space, who have a willing heart to say yes to Him. Ho! (laughs) You were born, we were born for such a time as this. And if you look in Esther's day and if you look in Gideon's day, the enemy was after the people of God. The enemy was after the complete annihilation of the Jews in Esther's day. And in Gideon's day, the enemy was after the destruction of the people of God. And what does God do? He raises up little people to be his voice. He raises up little people to move on his behalf and to act on his behalf. He raises up his sons and daughters and he moves in them and upon them and through them. Because when the enemy touches the people of God, all of heaven begins to roar. So get ready. (laughs) Get ready, amen. Yeah, let's get ready. One thing that God did in Gideon, and one thing that I believe that God is doing in us today and He's doing in the body of Christ today, is He came to remind Gideon of who he was and of who his God was. God is reminding us as the people of God today of who we really are. And he's reminding us of who he really is in us and through us. When Gideon finally got a handle on who he was, and it took that amazing man a little while. So don't worry if it takes a little while. (laughs) But when Gideon finally got a handle on who he was, when he finally believed, I am who you say I am. I can do what you say I can do. When he finally caught that revelation, after all the fleeces that he put out, of all the things that he asked of the Lord, he finally said, I believe and I'll do what you tell me to do. When we get a handle on who we really are and on who he really is inside of us, you watch and see what he's going to do. He's looking for little people with a willing heart, willing to say yes, willing to believe, to see incredible things. I believe the enemy has been after our identity. He has been after our sense of knowing not just reading in the Bible, not just hearing someone else's story, not just hearing of miracles in another land or another place or another time. The enemy has been after our identity because he knows that if we don't know who we are, then we're no threat to him. If we do not know who we are, then he has no problems at all. But when we finally get a handle on who we are, We are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. Esther realised that she was born for such a time as this. And Gideon realised that he was born for such a time as this. And God is awakening his people to realise that we are born for such a time as this. In Deuteronomy 14 verse 2, This is a beautiful little verse right here. It says, You have been set apart as holy to the Lord your God, and he has chosen you from all the nations of the earth to be his own special treasure. 
do you know that we are a people who are set apart? We are a chosen people, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. We are a set apart people, chosen by the Lord as his own special treasure. We go around through life and, and we gather things, we gather cars, we gather, you know, if we're blessed to be married to a gorgeous man like I am, we get a ring on our finger. <laughs> We gather things throughout our lives, material things, things, a house, whatever it is. But God's treasure is you. God's treasure is us. I remember one day, um, we, we've liked watching a show called Grand Designs. Anyone seen Grand Designs? Give me a wave. Yes, 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 yes. Such a great show. And they build these incredible houses. And you watch them. You watch these people who have a dream and they have a vision, and you watch them come with these plans and build these incredible homes. They're just absolutely beautiful homes. And you watch them go through the process and the, the blood, sweat, and the tears, and then finally this, this beautiful grand design comes forth. And at the end of the show, you're like, oh, that's gorgeous, isn't it beautiful? And we sit in awe, and it's, it's just fun. It's wonderful. And I remember watching that show one day, and and I remember the following day I was just out doing my things, out at the shops getting bits and pieces and I heard the whisper of the Holy Spirit and he said, do you see him? And I said, yeah, I see him. And he said, he's my grand design. Well, do you see her? Yeah, I see her. She's my grand design. We are the treasure of heaven. You are the treasure of heaven we are so dearly loved and so deeply loved. And when the enemy tries to touch the treasure of heaven, look out. <laughs> look out. We are a set-apart people. And I really feel in my spirit and I feel like the Lord has been saying that it's time to stop apologizing for being a set-apart people. We're different. We're called to be different. We're not called to fit in. We're not called to be the same. We are called to shine in the darkness. We are called to be a light. And it's time to stop apologizing for the fact that we are set apart. We are called to be holy as He is holy. That's what set apart means. Set apart for the Lord. Set apart from everything else chosen for the Lord. And it's not because there's anything in us or of us or about us that is special in any way. It is because He loves us. <laughs> we are set apart for the Lord. And it's time that we recognize that we are called to be a set apart people. There are so many people who need the light that is within us. They need Jesus Christ in this dark hour and in this world. There are so many people who need your voice and your hands and your love. We are a set-apart people and we are to be proud of that because we are chosen of the Lord, His special treasure. <laughs> John 18 first, verse 14 says, I have given them your word. This is Jesus' prayer when he's going to the Father. He knows his hour has come and he's praying for his disciples. He's praying for all of us. And he says, I have given them your word. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil one. 
And he says again, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. God has called us to be a people that stand out. He's called us to be a people that shine in the darkness. He has called us to be his special treasure here on earth. He has called us to take that and to use that for his glory. And it is so important in such a time as this that we realise who we really are. So we are a set-apart people. We are a people born of the Spirit. (laughs) I really believe that we are living in the day of Joel 2 verse 28. And it says, In the last days I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. On my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy, declares the Lord. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit, says the Lord. We are living in these days of Acts chapter 2, where Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and he said, These are not drunk as you suppose. They are filled with the Holy Spirit because in the last days, The prophet Joel prophesied over us. We are living in the days of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And those who went before us long to see the day that we live in. They long to see the day that you live in. (laughs) We are living in these days of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. John 3 verse 5 says, Truly I say to you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and of the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but Spirit gives birth to the Spirit. When we are born again, our Spirit becomes brand new and we receive the Holy Spirit. He lives in us. He's in us right now. He's here in this place. He is alive. And the Bible tells us, that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us in Romans 8, 11. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. I heard a, a, a pastor preach once and he was a man who God was using quite a number of years ago now in the power of the Holy Spirit and he saw signs, wonders and miracles. He saw people healed in meetings all over the world. And he said, one night I woke up and this verse was going round my heart. And it was, it was this verse in Romans 8, 11. It says, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. When we begin to realise who we are, when we begin to realise that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me, the same spirit is alive in me. When we begin to realise who we are, the darkness begins to flee. This same Holy Spirit that lives in us, (laughs) this same Holy Spirit that lives in us is the same Holy Spirit that loves to demonstrate the glory of Jesus. He loves to bring glory to Jesus. He loves to bring glory to the Father. He's the nameless, faceless part of the Trinity. And he is beautiful and he is wonderful. 
In Mark 16, verse 17, it says, These signs and wonders will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. If they drink poison, it will not hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. This is who we are. This is who you are. This is who the people of God are. This is who the body of Christ is. And we were born for such a time as this. We are a people who are set apart. We are a people born of the Spirit. And we are a people who know the voice of the Lord. The Bible says that my sheep know my voice. We hear his voice. We know his voice. We know the leading of the Holy Spirit. There's something that I often say to our kids and I teach our kids and and, you know, it's, it's always very relevant when we're going through challenges or when they're facing situations. There are things in life that, I don't know about you, but I like to fix things. I like to fix things. I actually have a toolbox in my bedroom. That could be one thing you don't know about me. I used to have a toolbox in my kitchen and all my tools would get, I'd say stolen, but borrowed... And not returned. That happens in family, right? So I got a new toolbox and I keep it in my bedroom. So when a door handle breaks, I can fix the door handle. If the dishwasher goes down, I can see I was raised by a really good dad. I love you, dad. Every Saturday was jobs day. We would be in the garden. We would be doing a service on the car in the shed. I was the oldest in the family. So I got to do some hands-on stuff with Dad. And I learned how to fix a few things. I like fixing things. Yay! (laughs) Anyone else got a toolbox in their bedroom? (laughs) I can see some hands. I can see some hands. That is incredible. I love you. (laughs) But I like fixing things. I do. But there are some things we face in life that we cannot fix. There are some things in life that we need a miracle for and only God can fix, only God can heal, only God can break through. No matter how many tools we have in our toolbox, it isn't going to fix that thing. And the truth is we can't even fix ourselves. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot sanctify ourselves. We cannot transform ourselves. It is only by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's why we need to know the voice of God. That's why we need to know who he is in us and through us. So when I tell the kids when they're facing situations that my toolbox can't help, when I can't fix their problem, when I can't move that mountain, then I teach them, go and ask the Lord and ask the Lord to show you and to speak to you. And I ask them, what is he showing you? And what is he saying to you? Because Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing. Jesus only spoke what he heard the Father saying. So if we can see what the Father is doing in a situation that seems impossible, then we can align ourselves with what the Lord is showing us. If we can hear what the Lord is speaking over our situation that's impossible, then we can align ourselves with what he's saying over that situation. 
We are a people that hear His voice. We are born of the Spirit. I love that. I love that. I love when I say to my kids, you know, tell me, what is God showing you? And they come back and go, I think maybe he's saying this. It's like, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I've been through seasons in my life where, and I know many of us have in this place, but I've been through seasons in my life where I've felt that God is silent. And seasons where no matter how much I try and pray or break through that I can't hear anything. And in one particular season in my life, which was one of the hardest seasons of my life, that that those of you who know me know my story in going through burnout, in the darkest days of my life, I felt more alone than I've ever felt in my whole life. I've had experiences of the Lord and had incredible mountaintop experiences and they're glorious And we need those to get us through the valleys, amen? But then I've had seasons in my life where the darkness has been so dark that it's been impossible to see the next minute or hour in front, yet alone the next day or months or weeks or years. And in those seasons, the hardest thing is not hearing his voice and not being able to sense his presence. And I remember when we were in Germany and, and I shared this with, with the couple there, with Wayne and Irene, and, and I said, you know, the hardest thing for me right now is I can't hear his voice. I can't feel his presence and it's breaking my heart. And she said to me, she said, sometimes in our Christian walk, the path that we walk with the Lord will take us to the cross. And sometimes we go through the things that the Lord went through. Because when Jesus was on the cross, he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In his darkest hour, in his moment of trial, he cried out to the Lord, where are you? Sometimes in our life, the path that we walk takes us to places we don't want to go. (laughs) But we need to trust and know that the Lord is with us and he's leading us and he's guiding us all the way. Philippians 3 verse 10 says this, Paul says, I want to know Christ. I want to know the power of his resurrection and the participation of his sufferings, becoming like him in his death and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. There are times in our life where God will lead us through seasons that are hard. But I'm here to tell you today that in Psalm 23, it says, even though you lead me through the valley of the shadow of death, The thing is, we not only fear no evil, but we are not staying in that valley. We're not camping in that place. We're not remaining in that place. We might be traveling through that place, but we're coming out the other side. And he is bringing us through to the other side. Joel 2.28 says that, In the last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will have dreams. Your young men will see visions. On my servants, both men and women, I'll pour out my spirit. Why does God pour out his spirit in these days that we live in? Because he knows how much we need to hear his voice. He knows how much we need to be hearing him and seeing what he's doing in this hour that we're living in. And I'm here to say this morning that we need this more than ever in the days that we're heading into. We need to be a people that hears the voice of God and that we're listening to the voice of God in our lives. 
When God says, I'm pouring out my spirit and I'm going to prophesy and release dreams and visions, it's one to remind us that we need him, that he can only do what he can do in this time. But secondly, it's for a demonstration of his power for his glory. (laughs) Because when you see God take a little person and when you see someone use a little person in the power of his Holy Spirit, he alone gets the glory. We are a people who hear his voice. And this morning, we are a people who are called to stand in the gap. We are a people so blessed. We are so incredibly blessed. We are blessed in so many ways. And no matter what the battles are that we're facing and the trials that we're going through, we are so incredibly blessed. And we have so much to give. And just like Esther and just like Gideon, God is calling us to stand in the gap this morning and he's calling us to stand in the gap. Maybe it's for our family. Maybe it's for our children. Maybe it's for the next generation. Maybe it's for our political arena or for our education system. We are called to stand in the gap and be those that see God move mountains that no one else can see moved. And that is why we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen. I want to ask the worship team to come up this morning. And Lord, we thank you for for what you're doing in our hearts and in our lives. And Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being your people. And Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being set apart for you and for your glory. And Lord, this morning, we pray, Lord, that you would come afresh on us. And Lord, we ask that you would come and do what only you can do in us. Lord, I ask that you would fill every place within our hearts. Father, I ask that you would fill our homes and our families. Father, I ask that you would fill this community and this city and this precious nation. And Lord, we ask that you would come by your Spirit. That you would fill every hungry heart. And Lord, that you would awaken your beautiful bride to see and to hear and to know how incredibly loved she is. And Lord, we wait on you this morning to fill us afresh. to rest on us today. We thank you, Lord, that you're here. We thank you, Lord, that you're here. We thank you, Lord, that you're here in this place. We thank you, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You never change. You remain the same. And you're the solid rock on which we stand. And that your heart has always been for us. 
that you will always be for us. And I thank you that you see us. You see the things that we face. You see the, the trials that we go through. You see the world that we live in. Thank you, Lord, that you see everything. And in the midst of everything, you choose us. You delight in us. That we bring you great pleasure. Even in our brokenness and our weakness, you adore us. love you, love you, love you. And Father, we pray this morning for fresh revelation, for fresh eyes to see and, and fresh ears to hear. That we would see who we really are, that we would see ourselves as you see us, that we would see the body of Christ as you see her, radiant and full of glory. Shabbat. I just want to invite you where you're sitting just to raise your hands this morning and just begin receiving, just begin receiving. Yeah, more of you, Jesus. More of you, Holy Spirit. More of you. More of you. And Holy Spirit, I ask this morning that you would wash us. That you would fall upon us afresh. I pray for the sweet rain of heaven to fall on our lives. And Lord, I ask that you would wash our eyes to see, that you would open our ears to hear, and that you would touch our heart to receive and understand, Lord. Yeah. Well, Father, I pray for fresh revelation for the body of Christ, for your precious people, for each and every one of us here this morning. Shaka. I pray for fresh revelation, Lord. Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Shabbat. And as we wait on you, as we rest in you, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you lift us higher that you lift us higher. You lift us higher than we could ever go on our own. <laughs> and you take us further than we could ever, ever run on our own. <laughs> oh, that you renew our strength. That you refresh us. <laughs> that you fill us, that you refresh us. <laughs> and you lift us. And you strengthen us in your presence. Thank you, Lord. 
that you are refreshing us this morning. Thank you for your refreshing in this place. And Father, I just release your healing anointing this morning. I release your healing anointing to those that need healing, to those that need breakthrough, for physical healing today, for those with broken hearts today. Lord, we just release your healing. Come and do what only you can do, Jesus. Come and do what only you can do, Father. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your healing oil, your healing anointing, your healing balm right now. We thank you, Lord. We say yes. We say yes to you. We say yes to you, Jesus. We say yes to you, Father. We say yes to you. We say yes. We say yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for an incredible outpouring of love upon our hearts. That we would know, that we know, that we know, that we know, that we know that we belong to you and that we are loved by you. (laughs) Lord, I thank you that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Lord, I thank you that you are always with us. (laughs) And that you have great things to do through us as we believe you, as we trust in you, as we give you our yes. Shabbat. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. And Father, this morning, we just pray your blessing on the entire body of Christ. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters this morning. We pray for our brothers and sisters all around this nation and all around the nations of this world. Father, we pray for your covering. We pray for your protection. We pray for your filling of your spirit and your presence. We pray for your strengthening and your encouragement right now in the mighty name of Jesus. To those who have no hope, we release hope in the mighty name of Jesus. To those who are discouraged and in despair, we break that off in the name of Jesus and we release fresh faith, fresh vision, fresh joy in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we stand in the gap for our brothers and sisters, no matter where they are today, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you would bring breakthrough in their lives, protection and healing upon their lives. In Jesus' name, Lord, where there is fear, replace it with faith in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for divine transaction in Jesus' name. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. I just want to invite you this morning, if if there's anyone here that just wants soaking in the presence of the Lord, if you want a fresh touch of His presence and just to come and lay in His presence this morning while the worship team just worship over us, I want to invite you to come forward this morning. He's here. His presence is here. And there's no better time to wait upon the Lord. (laughs) 
And Lord, we just pray as we go today, Lord, we pray that you would cover us and fill us and surround us on every side. We ask that you would go before us and behind us. We ask that you would be on our right and on our left. We thank you, Lord, for your hand upon us and beneath us. Lord, we thank you that you are all around us and within us. And Father, we pray this week that you would ordain our steps, that you would prepare a path before us. Lord, we ask that you would create divine appointments and divine moments and encounters in our life. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, have your way. Have your beautiful way in us. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Well, have a beautiful week this week. Have a blessed week. We pray that God would meet you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And we look forward to seeing you next week. So have a beautiful week. Amen.